0: Hi, my name is Nick Tibusek and you are about to bring your strength and skills and through that, your body to a complete new level with this podcast. In this podcast, you're not only learning about what's needed to train successfully, but also how to stay healthy and in shape long-term. As a calisthenics athlete, and coach, I train some of the best athletes in the world, and I will show you what details really matter and how to use the three cornerstones of planning, technique, and mindset to build yourself into the best version of yourself. This podcast is a combination of science, practical experience, and personal stories, which used in the right way will change your whole life. If you want more performance, look great, have more skills and mental power for your training, you're exactly right here. Because here you will learn how to make that happen. Welcome to the Strength & Skills Podcast. Let's walk the walk. after the competition we started this podcast already but i don't know
1: the... it's my it's the little thing i talked about um in our call once bugging me uh, about it from saturn and uh, apparently like it should be giving you a good connection but it's not doing that and every now and then it just like completely shuts off and i don't have any wi-fi so i'm sorry that you nick have to <laughs> that nick has to repeat <laughs> his sentence again
0: no Boris, we just started it and it's not a not an issue at all. So for for, for, for every listener, let's let's get it all <laughs> together.
1: Yeah. So yeah, basically um what I mentioned was I was this is like the first time that I wasn't nervous before a competition. Um in a sense of like, you know, the day before the competition. Like I, I was nervous a couple of days before, like during the last days of the prep. Uh, because I wasn't sure, okay, how am I going to perform? I was quite fatigued. And then the, that fatigue kind of masks your true performance and it affects your psychology because you're not sure, okay, well, this last session quite felt quite heavy. Uh, yeah. Am I going to be really able to do these lifts that are prescribed on competition day? And um, But then I was reflecting on the couple of months of training that I've had behind me. And I was like, okay, all of these steps that you made, Um, should kind of prep you and prime you for that meet day. And certainly your coach, um, you know, peaked you properly, tapered you properly, everything was on point. And these numbers aren't some arbitrary numbers that he kind of imagined in his head and just then wrote it down on a piece of paper. Now it's like, these are realistic numbers that you should be able to do based on everything else that you were doing in training, you know? Yeah. And then kind of, you know, realizing that and reassuring myself uh, the day before, uh was actually a great thing um like i took a day off before the competition i didn't work there um because i wanted to buy some stuff for the competition prepare everything and then also prepare myself um so really taking that time during the whole day was really valuable and then um i mentioned that like i never slept so well before a competition Um, i was not anxious at all i got my eight plus hours in of sleep and they were uninterrupted the way the competition were, was organized was great because i didn't have to wake up early so i just maintained my normal schedule of sleeping you know yeah and when you have that right from the start you know that's already like a great thing and uh, you're already set off in a nice way and uh, yeah it was the meet itself was perfect like it's everything as if everything aligned i can't think of a bad thing on the meet i went nine for nine um every attempt was valid I only got red light at once on the bench on my second really? attempt. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, but that's the only red light I got during the whole meet. Um, so yeah, I went for a 215 kilo squat, 135 kilo bench, 250 kilo deadlift, which is a really big surprise for me. And that's a 600 kilo total in the 93 junior class. And that qualifies me for German nationals, which was uh, the primary goal of this competition. I
0: know I love that. But you he, he didn't completely max out because no 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 from yeah. what I saw the lifts were still they were heavy, but they were not super heavy.
1: No no this was like pretty much a practice meet, you know? Yeah. Uh we were going into it with um like the goal just to get some experience in, um, and no need to push push it too much. Like on the bench rest and the deadlift, we did push it a bit. But since the squat was like psychologically a bit iffy for me in the past couple of months because mm-hmm. I had those lower back issues, mm-hmm. uh, we were really conservative um, in the squat. Mm-hmm. Like my last attempt to 215, I swear, like I felt like I had 225 or 230 in me, even you know, on the, on yeah. the third. If I if I wanted to push it, um, same on the deadlift. Like on the deadlift, I didn't feel like 250 was my max. I felt yeah. like I had like five or ten kilos more in me. And bench was quite quite a grind honestly like i don't remember uh me grinding out a bench like that ever before uh but maybe if like i needed to push it maybe 140 would be in there you know yeah Uh, so i certainly had like 20 kilos more in the total um if there was a need to push it uh but since the competition was also not you know too intense like uh, there was only one other guy in my weight class and he did a 572.5 kilo total so i wasn't really concerned about winning that class you know like it yeah. was I, I knew like from the second bench um attempt i knew that i was going to win it because he had a stronger squad than me so he squatted 10 kilos more um but it's, it's of course the total that wins you um yeah the first place not not only one exercise you know? yeah that so sounds yeah, was, so good <laughs> yeah man, like
0: yeah it clearly shows how important the mental side is when it comes to the preparation side of a competition, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, like taking that time before the competition to think about it, reflect on it, you know, visualize it, everything that you want to do. But then also within the competition kind of <clears throat> trying to stay in the groove and not be distracted by things that are happening on the outside and other lifters. Like I don't remember watching anyone else lifting. I, I wasn't doing that. I was just I do I do my lift I do my attempt I go backstage I put the headphones on listen to music get focused and think about the following lift you know yeah getting myself hyped up uh, knowing what I want to do staying in touch with the coach uh, the coach was there the whole time he was reassuring me uh, he was giving me the the cues what I need to do what number to do in the following attempt based on how the previous one moved um, so yeah all of that mental prep certainly certainly plays a big role this is so good
0: but he was not there in person it was online
1: and yeah yeah, yeah. i think that's also a very important one it works yeah it works like people don't even realize that how well you can handle someone uh, online like he was watching the live stream and (laughs) right from the start he was like right i'm sorry if i'm not there the whole time my mom my mom has a birthday you know so there might be a chance that i'm not there all the time but he was there all the time he was watching the stream and every time that i lived it um, he was there in touch with me. <clears throat> um, he was because fo- he was he was following the stream. He saw how fast the lifts lifts moved, and he was then immediately giving me uh, the numbers for the following one, what to give, you know. Yeah. Um, and he was constantly just reassuring me, "You got this," you know. Just go into it. It's just not a single that, you know. Just when I went for my I don't know 135 kilo bench, he was just like, "Just imagine it's another 125 kilo single," and so on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, it was great to have someone um, in that way, you know, to support you from that side. And also my brother, he was handling me all the time. He was with me backstage. Um, he was helping me, uh, you know, with the headphones, with giving me water, with giving me food, um, also reassuring me. Um, and um, yeah, it was just awesome to have someone, you're not alone, you know, and then um, you just feel this nice support and you don't have to think about unimportant things, you know, like, where do I put my headphones, you know? like. That might seem as a small thing, but mm. uh, you know that stress kind of adds up, and it distracts you from what you actually want to focus on. Like, I don't want to focus on where I put my headphones; I'm just yeah. want to focus on doing the damn thing. You know, that's
0: it. <laughs> I actually lost my f- headphones on the on the German Championships 2019.
1: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's you know, on the, on the meet, um, like literally everyone, almost everyone has SBD. You know, SBD belts, SBD wrist wraps, SBD knee sleeves. Yeah. I mean, with the knee sleeves, it's not an issue. You know you know them by, you know, the size or the stink. <laughs> but everything else you can mix <laughs> up quite easily. So you have to be really, really careful with your equipment.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I love to hear that. And, and what I would like to mention here is um, something that you might not be aware of, but um, I, I love that you have the ability... To really, when when your coach tells you, imagine it's just another single, that you actually do it. And this is something, this is super important, um, because I, I know you for quite a while now. <laughs> and um, you're a very mindful person. And um, I think this is another very, very, um, maybe like part of the whole thing, that you are actually a mindful person and you think of things Um so this gives you the ability to actually shift your mind um when it comes to that stuff and i think this is also something just just for 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 the listener to um bring it on um to to practice that you can actually shift your thoughts that you can shift your mind when it comes to these things um in the competition i think one of the most important things um, when it comes to being good at a competition, is actually being focused in the right moment, because thoughts lead to action, and um, this is super important to to mention here. And I'm I'm very impressed how well you handle that, and um, how how good you are at that, because this is not your twentieth competition or something. This is how, how many competitions have you done
1: before? So I've done only two other weighted calisthenics competitions, you know.
0: So you are actually handling that very, very well, and I love to see that. Um, would you would you mind to maybe give a little advice on that for maybe the listener? Maybe there's a, a little thing that people can learn from that from you.
1: Yeah, the thing with like being mindful is it's like a two-edged sword. Um, mm. I've felt it quite often that because of my mindfulness and trying to, you know, reflect on the process and also, like, be in the moment, that I tend to sometimes overthink things. And that's, like, the bad side of it. And Mm -hmm. when you start to overthink, um, then, of course, uh, not good things happen. Um, So you have to really kind of find this fine line between really being, you know, mindful of it, aware of it, and focused on it. And not allowing that mindfulness to go in that road of overthinking mm. um so like i was in the past i was you know um focused on too many cues at once i was trying to think about too many things at once uh, not only internally you know when it comes to the motion that i'm doing but also from the outside of what's happening in the environment um like i started to practice that in the gym straight away uh when i was in the competition uh, in the competition prep um like A couple of weeks before the competition or let's say a couple of days it's it's fine as well like i would just put my headphones off and by doing so you automatically include a lot more distractions from the outside you know like you're gonna hear someone i don't know grunting from the outside you're gonna hear people approaching walking by you something that you usually don't realize when you have headphones on you know i kind of use that as a practice to kind of stimulate the competition environment and to see okay can I really focus on this just one thing that I'm doing and just on that, nothing else, and just blend out everything that's happening on the outside? And at the start, of course, it's gonna be hard. You know, you're gonna realize, you're gonna realize, okay, so many things are happening that you usually didn't see because you're not used to it. But you yeah. kind of, over time, with experience, you'll learn to filter that. Uh, so I would try, always try and do that, especially in like top sets and heavy singles. Because um, in a competition, day, you won't be able to wear headphones in your attempt. You know, so what are you going to do? You're not going to have your music. You're just going to have your judges and everyone from the outside. And if you're someone who is easily distracted by something, of course, you're going to have a bad time. You know, so I think using the training before the competition is a great way to kind of practice that. And just watch out that that mindfulness and be present in the moment and thinking about what you're doing Mm -hmm. doesn't lead to overthinking. I think that's really important.
0: Yeah, I love that because that's something I'm, I'm telling the athletes that I used to to, to coach when, it, when I was coaching um, the competition athletes. I was always um, the one who t- told them in the weeks before the competitions, please do not wear any headphones because this is actually a real life situation that you have to practice before. Because if you're very, very used to it, um, you're going to lose focus. And focus is actually the thing, and um, this is why I ask you this because it's so super important that people understand this point that actually the focus, the mind, is a super important thing when it comes to the competition itself. Of course, we we do train, we do train. Of course, we train hard and all that stuff, but um, training the mind in before the, um, for the competition to be in focus is something that um, we definitely have to practice before. And I would say, actually, this is also something that transfers into real-life situations as well. Um, when, when 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 you are in a, in a studying time, would you say this really being focused for lift and for training and stuff like that? I mean, even, even being focused for training is at least one and a half hours of being focused on a certain thing. And um, I mean, everybody knows that when you're focused on something, it can drain you, definitely. Um, but on the other hand, looking into, into jobs and business stuff, um, it's also something, it's a skill to be able to focus on stuff. And um, I would say practicing that skill through training is something that transfers into real-life situations very, very well. How How do you... Feel now that you practice this whole thing now. Do you do you you feel like you can just focus better for for studying time University stuff and like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, like it's not only that it's everything that I do um, Like in everyday life literally Um, With studying I used to get quite distracted with random things You know like just I was randomly just grab my phone and start scrolling or whatever or just Mm -hmm. open a new tab and watch YouTube um like like I was I was reflecting on those things and trying to find out the reason why I do it. And of course, well, primary reason being lack of focus and not not being in the moment and focus on the tasks that you have. And I certainly like felt that carryover from training, like all of a sudden, I'm just able to focus on this one thing for a really long period of time, you know, like I, I wasn't able to sit down and just not do anything else than studying for one hour. Like in the past, that was really hard for me but then like when you when you're training one and a half two hours and you're just focusing on that one thing like all of a sudden studying for one hour doesn't seem as a as such a such a you know such a bad bad thing anymore um, and also like with my work as a pt um, i quite often get the comment from my colleagues that you know i'm like super focused and like this and like you can't tell me anything from the outside cuz i won't respond you know, here and there, they're trying kind of when we share the room and have two PT sessions at, at the same time. Uh, sometimes a lot of colleagues kind of try and throw a joke in there or try to communicate, and uh, sometimes I overlook that not intentionally, but because I'm focused so much on my work. You know that I don't just that I don't don't hear anything from the outside. I kind of blend that out and filter it out, and then sometimes they need to say it two or three times for me to actually hear it <laughs> because I'm so focused on my work. You know, uh, which I don't see necessarily as a bad thing. But no. sometimes it's like it creates, you know, this weird situation where they wanted to, do, to throw a joke. But it's not me. It's me not realizing it because I'm so focused on it. Um, so yeah, I certainly I certainly felt the carryover. I don't know how it is for you. Do you feel the same thing?
0: Um, I would say, yes, um, I'm still practicing a lot on that, um, especially when it comes to this phone thing. That's super hard for me but um, I'm working on that for for quite a few weeks now that I'm I'm not on the phone that much anymore um, this is actually a thing why you don't see me so much on uh, social media um, which is actually something that I feel like I'm getting a lot more work done I feel more peace in mind peace of mind I'm you know um, And this gives me a different confidence on on the things that I do, actually. Um, Not only the focus is very, very uh, much better, but also just, um, I think this, you know, most of the time you check Instagram and stuff like that because of the fear of missing out. And that's super interesting because when you just don't care anymore. When you just think like, well, if I don't see the lift of someone else who posted it on Instagram, well, this I'm I'm
1: not losing anything. <laughs> literally, literally that. <laughs> like, how does that? How does someone doing something on Instagram affect you in any way? You know, unless it's someone who's really close to you. You know, but even then, like, it doesn't affect you. You know, like yeah. everything's gonna be the same whether you check Instagram or not.
0: Yeah, and that's the point, you know? And uh, so you can just focus on other things so much better. And that that was something, um, I experienced that a lot. So um, I'm, I'm still on my way on that. I definitely have to say that. Um, some weeks it goes better, some weeks it's not that well. Some days it's better, some days it's not that good. Um, but I think it's a super interesting thing. And I'm, in, in the beginning, when I saw that you did that a lot, you know how I saw that? You were not responding very fast on, on WhatsApp and stuff like that. And in the beginning, I was like, wow, Radu is not responding very fast. Should I be mad about it and stuff like that? And then I realized, well, Nick, that guy just has something to something else to do in life. that was super important to to keep that in mind because when you're so used to that you do it then you expect everybody else to do it and once i did it more i realized well nick that's normal that's normal and um that that was actually something that i realized What? i don't know a year or something ago uh, uh, ago so um you see this is something um it's very hard to uh get into this not going too much on social media not not um losing focus so often it's hard sometimes because it's always pulling you back yeah, yeah. if it was me i wouldn't use any social <clears throat> media anymore i I don't like it because i'm because of the lack of focus and this affects my training it affects my work and affects pretty much everything but you have to do social media um and on the other hand it's also very good help for most people so we are doing this here right now to help other people so that you can actually listen to us and um profit from from our experiences here so Mm. we we are drifting a little bit away from the competition (laughs) experience that you had you know but um i think this focus thing is so super important because um it's it's such a such yeah it's, it's it's like if you lose the focus within a rap you're done if you lose the focus within the competition you're done you know it's so hard to get that back and this is something that if you practice it in training it affects your whole life so i'm always someone who says um i think training and life you can you can learn from life for training and you can train a lot from training you can learn a lot from training to life you know and um i think this is um a super important lesson that we actually can learn from this and um it's super interesting because I, in the beginning of this um, podcast episode, we had a short little um, a talk before, and I said, "Yeah, we have a certain topic and stuff like that." But now we're drifting into this, and I think this topic is so so good. We keep it here,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think like especially nowadays, uh, the focus thing is so important to talk about because so many things are you know based on this instant gratification um, this quote-unquote dop- dopamine rush and this kind of gets you hooked on and onto that mm-hmm. and i think that's the biggest thing with social media you know just this urge and this need to constantly get into entertained um and what this does is like completely um like you forget about what matters and you forget about your own life in a way uh, my dad for example he doesn't have any social media and sometimes I'm quite jealous of him because he has so much more energy to direct into other things but, because of that, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you don't even realize, you know, how how, how fortunate you actually are. <laughs> he does. He doesn't have Facebook. You know, he he's like, I'm never going to make it. I'm ne- never going to do it. I don't need it. You know, I don't need that. I, I don't care what's happening in other people's lives to that extent you know yeah he has this closed circle of people that he's in touch with and that's it and i'm like yeah that's that's actually how it should be in a way you know um i think like nowadays we're just like we feel like we have this need to stay in touch with everyone and to good to be good with everyone and to have as many contacts as possible um that that's not really how how life works right it's like you're never going to have everyone at your side you're only going to have a couple of people who are always going to be there with you um so yeah the social media kind of just creates this illusion and false reality that i would love if i could just delete everything but unfortunately i can because so much of my work kind of depends on it you know yeah um, and I always like the saying, you know, one thing can be a both uh, can be both a good thing and a bad thing depending on how you use it and how you how you approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, social media has its good uses, as you mentioned. Um, and we just have to be careful that it doesn't indulge us in a in a bad way, in the sense of like, you know, we believe in this false reality, and that dictates how we behave. Um, as long as it's just like a tool for us to use to. Kind of, you know, meet new people, social socialize in a way of like creating a social circle, um, that's you know like on the outside, um, and then also seeing what's out there and using that to kind of boost yourself and boost your confidence and so on. Certainly a good thing, um, but we have to be careful not to not to go um, into the quote unquote bad direction. You know? um, so, and yeah.
0: what what I learned about it was um, you mentioned that. Um, the energy thing. Uh, your dad has so much more energy. And um, I learned pretty much the same thing about it when I stopped using um, so much social media. And um, I, I defollowed, unfollowed, uh, unfollowed um, loads of people because um, I was not getting anything from that, you know. Um, it, if it's not giving me something or teaching me something that I really need, I'm not following anymore. I'm not following any competition sides. Um, I'm not following anyone who's not giving me a very good thing that I can actually learn something from. You know, if if it's just for the um, entertainment, I'm unfollowing. And um, that's a very, very good approach for me personally, um, to stay in my focus, to keep my energy with me, because every time, I jump into this real thing. You know, everybody knows that. It's it's the TikTok um, phenomena. So, you know, you, you jump into this, you start watching one and then the next one comes up and the next one comes up and suddenly you just wasted 30 minutes of your time and you lost so much of your energy. And this is so interesting because, I don't know, Do, do you do you read books mostly? You do, I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah how do you feel after reading a good book man like it's I I bought myself a book and I went through it and I read it and every time I was reading it it felt amazing honestly like it's it's something that I forgot like before that I think it was like three years or something or more uh, before like like before that I didn't I wasn't reading books you know like it was three or four years the last time I read something uh, and, you know, just like, it was awesome to to be able to kind of shut off my phone and shut off everything and just uh, go into this other reality, being the book itself and the story of the book. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It's, books are good. People read books.
0: And it gives you energy back. Yeah. How do you feel when you watch Netflix?
1: <laughs> and I can just go straight to <laughs> sleep after that. I usually fall asleep when I watch Netflix. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, I, I'm, the the thing with this is, I don't want to put the story into the heads of people that uh, you you're not allowed to watch Netflix and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You watch your series. Watch your yeah, yeah. You watch your movies. I do the same, but I I definitely have to say I'm 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 right now I'm a very yeah I'm I'm a, I'm a person who who looks into my own energy you know and um i don't want to lose too much of my energy to stuff that is not making my life better so um i'm I'm saying that i I, i'm not saying i don't want to lose any energy i'm still watching netflix all okay (laughs) i actually saw the new star wars series and um i'm not so happy about it but that's a different topic (laughs) Um, the very important part here is um, how your energy flows where where your attention is you know everybody knows um, energy flows where your attention goes and it's pretty much the same thing so um, when you go too much on social media you just lose your attention and you only have so much energy on on a given day you know and um, I'm always telling that about this this video gaming energy um, bar. You know that one? Yeah. I'm always talking about that. And I think when you um, put too much attention on something, then you lose that. You lose energy there on on your, on your bar there, you know? And um, I think that the important part to keep in mind here is um, to really have that in your mind that when you lose attention on something like that, you could have invested that energy into something else that would give you even more energy. And um, that's something I always think of. I could have read read a book. I could have uh, had a good chat with a good friend. Just give him a call and, hey, how are you doing? And um, that would have made my life so much better. Stuff like that. Things that your dad would do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm a big fan of social media. I have to say that I'm a big, big fan, but I'm not a big fan of of um, this entertainment thing that came through it. So real life is so much better than um, social media, and um, I think the very important part to to bring it back into into the competition thing is what would have happened if you would have sat in between your attempts and watched some reels on social media. <laughs> you would have lost focus of course yeah yeah, yeah. nobody would do that and that's mm-hmm. the that's the important part that we have to learn from that nobody would do that you would just lose your focus you would you know nobody wants to lose the focus within a competition because it's so important to yourself because you you want to bring your best maybe you want to win it but definitely you want to bring your best whoever you are. but um the very important part here is why do you do that all the time during your day when you wouldn't do it during a time that is very important to your personal self? Yeah. Is your day not important to you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's the question you have, you have to ask yourself way too, way too often. And I think all of us are guilty of this. We take uh, everyday life situations for granted and everyday life time for granted, you know. You're like oh, I have two hours now, three hours now. Let me just spend that on social media. You know, you really ask yourself what you want to do with that time, and ask yourself if that's really the thing that you truly want to do. Yeah. Do you feel do you feel fulfilled after that, or do you feel just empty and you know without energy? Um, it's like funny, funnily enough. Uh, and I I mean like yes, I do practice this focus and mindfulness, but. It happens to me that I drift back into the old habits and into the old patterns, you know, it's Mm -hmm. normal. I think that's it's important to throw it out there. Like it's okay if that happens to you, but you just kind of have to be aware of it. And you have to kind of look yourself from the outside a bit more objectively. And if you're able to stop yourself in doing that, that's a great thing. Um, A couple of days before the competition, I was uh, very often I was going on Instagram and I was searching for other lifters who competed in the past. And I was checking their numbers, and I was checking how their numbers moved. So I was like checking the opener, checking the third attempt, and I was trying to compare that to my own lifts and kind of, you know, uh, predict my own performance on Saturday based on that. Yeah. And quite often, I would that would actually make me scared, anxious, and nervous because, I don't know, a certain lift moved way slower than I expected in a certain lifter, you know? And i was like okay that's probably going to happen to me as well so i was i was you know like comparing myself in the future to someone who, who did something in the past and i'm like dude what the hell are you doing you're just creating extra pressure for yourself you know just stop doing that and when i stopped doing it and i went i really focused on myself you gotta fly <laughs> wow <laughs> There was a
0: fly on on the camera. (laughs)
1: To
0: to come back to that, you were creating a story about a thing that was actually not even happening. Yeah, Yeah, and not even to me, you know.
1: (laughs) So it happened to this guy, so it must happen to me. It must happen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened to me a couple of days before the competition. And whenever I did that, I I was the most nervous I was, you know. Uh and so thanks. I saw that. Yeah. So I saw this pattern and dude, ah. just stop doing that. You know, stop doing that. That's not how things work. This is and, this is
0: crazy, you know. Um, I mean, you know, I'm I'm a very, very, very mental person, let's say it that way, but you know, I'm I'm very much thinking about things like that, and it's super crazy how often we tell us crazy stories which are not even happening, and when when you look into this, everybody's so much about these abstract things. Yeah, um, that's a habit thing, and you you gotta change your thing and uh, blah 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 blah. All the safe development, but here we are right now. This is a real life situation, and everybody who's into sports knows exactly that uh, that that thing. You know, you're sitting there watching social media, comparing yourself to other people. And making your yourself a bad day just because of somebody else having something, even if yeah. it is a bad or a good lift. You, you're making it a shit story. Why the fuck should you do that? If you could just sit there and mind your mind yourself.
1: Just you go know? on with your life as you would usually do, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, so the, the learning from that is it's so so super important. To shift the focus and train your mind to be calm and and just not losing focus and not wasting this energy bar of your of your of your attention. You know, you only have so much on a given day. Mm. Don't waste it. Make your make 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 your, make that energy flow into a great day, into a good thing, and then you go into it into the competition and have a great competition. (laughs) Like Rado did. (laughs) Ask yourself, what would Rado do? (laughs) Uh. I love that. I think we can wrap it up here. So for everybody who was listening, thank you for your attention. Thank you for giving us the energy and um, hope we were able to, to give some back. Hope you learned something. Hope you shift your focus next time when you when you just see yourself wasting the attention and the energy. And um, thank you so much for listening. If you know someone who, who might might profit from this one here, just send him over. Send him that episode over. Maybe maybe we can prevent some people from wasting energy and focus and attention. And yeah, I said. Do you have any last words, Rado?
1: I mean, um, everyone who managed to get to this part, I think they have good focus and good attention. So, good job. (laughs) Thank you. Good job. (laughs) So, guys, catch you next week. Have a good one.
0: Thank you.